The following is my conversation with Andrew Yen, the widow of famed science fiction writer Carl Sagan. And thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. It's been a pleasure. This show is possible because of oversubtlety luminousness. Uh, so please continue to use our product. Thank you. So um, tell us a little about your life. What was your upbringing like? Well, I was born in New York City on October 15th, 1930. I matriculated at Cornell University in 1948 and then transferred to the University of California at Berkeley, graduating with a BA in 1950. Graduating with a BA in 1950, I then got my MA at the University of Hawaii in 1963. So you were a student of science. I was originally a mathematician, but then I started to become interested in the big questions, like where do we come from and where are we going? I decided that I wanted to study astronomy. And so I did my graduate work at the University of Hawaii. And what was your path into writing? I had written, uh, I've written a, a very rough science fiction story called Pilgrim in Space when I was an undergraduate at Cornell. It was never published, but somebody saw it and offered me a job at their publishing company. I stayed with that company for about 15 years, writing books and articles and scripts for TV shows. But I really wanted to write a novel, so I left the publishing world and started writing novels in the 70s. So you wrote feature films as well as novels. That's right. I wrote the screenplay for the day The Earth Stood Still in 1951. And then I wrote the novelization of that movie in 1953. Then I wrote Eyes Without a Face in 1960, which was made into a famous movie by Georges Franju starring Joan Woodward. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote The Andromeda Strain in 1968, which became a miniseries on TV and starred Rod Steiger and Robert Duvall. So what inspired you to write your book, The Life and Death of a Star? The Murder of a Cosmic Cloud. Well, after the Andromeda Strain, I started getting letters from people all over the world asking me to write about something that had happened to them. They would tell me about things that they had seen in the sky, like comets getting killed or stars getting torn apart. So I decided to do a book about it. And what were your thoughts going into writing it? Well, as soon as I started thinking about it, I knew that it, it would be a difficult book to write because there are so many different feelings attached to these events. But at the same time, it was really cathartic for me because it allowed me to express all of my emotions about these events. And did people respond positively to the book when it came out? Oh, absolutely. It reached number one on the bestseller list within two weeks of its release. And it has continued to be one of my biggest sellers ever since. It's been translated into 20 languages and has been reprinted more than 20 times. So tell us a little bit more about your relationship with Carl Sagan. Was he an inspiration to you? Absolutely. He was my teacher and my mentor. We met when he came to visit campus at UC Berkeley in 1976, just after he had won his Nobel Prize for his work on cosmology. We hit off immediately and became good friends. 
He gave me some great advice during the early days of my career, and he always encouraged me to continue writing, even when it seemed like things were tough. And he was always such an entertaining person to be around. He could talk about anything and make you laugh until you cry. He was such an amazing person. So tell us a little bit more about his life and work. Carl was a really fascinating person. With a deep love of science and a tremendous curiosity about the universe, he was also very compassionate and charitable, always doing his best to help others. He was a great public speaker too, which helped him to reach a much larger audience than he would have otherwise. So, what are your thoughts about the legacy that he's left behind? I think he's definitely one of the greatest science fiction writers of all time. He was able to take complex scientific concepts and make them accessible to the average person, which is something that not many other writers are able to do. He was also a great teacher, and his students continue to publish books and articles based on his teachings. So, what advice would you give to aspiring writers? Just keep writing. It may seem like it's hard work at first, but eventually you'll start to see some results. And Don't be afraid to experiment with different styles or formats. There's no one way that works best for everyone. And most importantly, never give up on your dreams, even when things get tough. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Anne. It's been an honor. You're welcome. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. This episode was with Andrew Yen, the widow of famous science fiction writer Carl Sagan. They discuss her memoir, "The Life and Death of a Star: The Murder of a Cosmic Cloud." Druyan discusses her early experiences with methadone, the fateful night in 1987 when a star killed a nearby puking comet, and her deep feelings about the Romano family. And now for the poem read by Anne. It's titled "The Restless Nymphs of Methadone Valley." The restless nymphs of Methadone Valley cling to their dreams. Of a world that never was, and a sky that's never blue, while reality slowly swallows them whole, and the comet they thought they knew gets torn apart by the star they loved.